in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to a bonus episode of Christine's FLR podcast. This episode was first heard on my Patreon and the Wisdom app. Search at Christine Kellogg for both. Now, let's get into it. Today, I just wanted to kind of talk about different ways that you can still live your dynamic in a public setting without it really being noticeable to anybody. I mean, I would say it probably isn't noticeable to anybody unless they are living that dynamic and they notice it. But it's it's very simple things, but they hold significant weight to you and your partner. So that is my topic for conversation today. These are just suggestions, some of the things that my Sabi and I do. I mean, there's things that we do when we're in public. There's things that we do when we're at home and the kids are present that are significantly different than the things that we do when we are alone and it's just the two of us and we are able to be very open with our dynamic. But I know people listen to my podcast from all over the world, which is mind-blowing to me. And, you know, there's different cultures, there's different um, religious beliefs and things like that. And though religion is a touchy subject, really, I mean, I don't want to impede on that or say anything negative towards religion to each their own. But sometimes you have to modify your dynamic a little bit to fit into what your beliefs are and what you're comfortable in participating in. And that is obviously a personal journey for each individual couple, whatever the case may be, no judgment here. Life is short, live your best damn life, whatever that means to you. So this is just kind of some suggestions um, or examples. So I used to play darts in my hometown. And this was the first example that came to mind because obviously most of the people that are in my hometown don't realize that we practice this dynamic. And uh, when we, just in general, when we are leaving the house, if it's the time of year it is now and freezing balls cold, excluding the last few days, it's been unusually warm. But my subby will go out and start the car and make sure it's warm. He 
puts my boots by the heat vent so that when I put my boots on, they're nice and warm. And these are all things that he has chosen to do really on his own. I've never really said, go start the car for me. Or he just does these things of his own recognizance, recognizance. I don't know how to say that word, of his own will. Let's say that word much easier. So he will start the car, make sure there's gas in it so that we're good to go. We can just drive straight down because, like I said, it's a two-hour drive. Um, he makes sure even, you know, if I maybe am not going anywhere, if it has snowed, he will make sure my car is clean. He also makes sure that my mom's car is clean, that our teenage daughter's cars are all clean. Again, these are all things that he just does on his own. I have never that I can recall said, make sure that you have, you know, the girls' car cleaned or my mom's car clean. He just does these things. This is just in his nature. He always opens the car door for me when I get in, if we're going somewhere. So he'll drop me off at the front of the building of wherever we're going or whatever. He'll go park and then he'll meet me at the entry. Um, But he's very conscious about opening doors for me. He uh, car doors, store doors, whatever the door is, he's always right there to open it for me. Let's see. And these are all simple things that can be done. I mean, people probably wouldn't recognize it anything other than he's an attentive husband. To us, it just has far more significant meaning. I mean, this is part of our dynamic and this is how he shows me or this is his way of submitting to me in our opinion. So that's the type of weight that these things hold for us specifically. That doesn't mean that if you see a couple out and the husband is opening the door for the wife or doing things like that for the wife, that they are specifically in a female-led relationship. That's not what I'm trying to imply at all. I'm just saying these things that I've just mentioned hold weight for us because these are small ways that he can show me his submission or for us to live out our dynamic without anybody really knowing anything, you know, or being none the wiser about it. It can be very simple to practice your female-led relationship in a public setting because the things that you can do in a public setting probably won't stick out to most people. But like I said, they'll have significant meaning to you. So, for example, if we go out to eat, sometimes we will discuss prior, you know, what what are you hungry for? What do you I'll ask him what he's hungry for, what he's thinking he'd like or, you know, he'll look at the menu and sometimes he'll just tell me what, you know, hey, I, I think I would like this. What do you think? Or he'll give me a couple options and I will order for him. If I'm just not feeling like doing that, I can tell him what I want and I can say, I would like you to order. So it's really just about your preference. It's what you're in the mood for that specific moment. I mean, I am the dominant, but I can delegate that to him. I can say, I don't, I don't want to order you order. Or, you know, it can be things like you control uh, paying the bill at the end of the meal. You decide what the tip is going to be. I mean, all of these things that are maybe just normal, for lack of a better word, things that people do will hold more meaning to you. And it's a way for you to live out this dynamic publicly without it being noticed. 
when we're at home, uh, there are simple things that we also do when our kids are present that they don't think anything of. And if they do notice anything or take anything away from it, it is the amount of respect that my husband and I have for each other. For example, I generally cook supper because he's out working all day. I'm here. I'm usually done doing any type of voiceover work or anything like that by 2.30-ish because then my youngest is home from school. So I usually have supper made when he gets home and you know, I choose what we're having or we discuss a meal topic and he gives me some ideas of what he would maybe be interested in having or whatever the case may be. It kind of just flows. But when we're done eating and I generally bring his plate out to him, which some people are like, oh my gosh, you serve your husband supper. I sure fucking do. And I'm not sorry about it. So, um, but he will take my plate when I'm done eating and he generally cleans up the kitchen after supper, doing the dishes, cleaning up the counters, things like that. And then at night before we go to bed, he usually comes down about an hour before we're pretty repertory. What is the word I'm looking for? I'm serious. My brain is shit today. We're pretty repetitious. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. We generally go to bed around the same time every night. So he'll come down, he'll turn the heater in our room on just about an hour before so that the room is warm for me. It's, it's little things like that that he does. He does the dogs. He takes care of the dogs when he gets home from work. Like our dogs eat breakfast and supper. I generally do breakfast. Sometimes he does breakfast. However it works. But it's simple tasks like this that can have some weight to them, but come off as normal if you're trying to be discreet. In a public setting too, if something happens, body language is really important. I mean, pay attention to each other's body language because you can communicate through a look of your, the the look in your eyes, a facial expression, anything like that. There's ways for you to pass or communicate back and forth from each other with, you know, whatever, if you know each other well enough, which I mean, for instance, we do, but really pay attention to body language. And, you know, if we're in a public setting, I don't know if I've, finished either. Like when we're out, I don't think I did. Totally got sidetracked. When we were, what I was trying to get at with the, when I would be out with my friends in my hometown or whatever, um, he would get my drinks and he would get any of the other girls' drinks that needed one. I mean, this was all established prior to us even going down there. If somebody needed a drink, he went and got it. He made sure the car was warm before we left, all of those things. I don't know if I ever finished that. So let I just want to go back to that. Paying attention to each other's body language. You'll know if something isn't right or if, I don't know that I've ever really pushed my subby too far with anything, but if we were in a public setting and he wasn't comfortable with something that I had requested him to do, I would be able to tell from the look on his face or he would figure out a way to send me a signal of some sort. Another way that we obviously participate in a public setting like this as my husband practices. We we do we have practice chastity. I don't I always feel weird saying we because I don't have anything locked on my body, but I wear my key all the time. I have it on all the time. Well, all the time that he has the cage on, which is pretty much all the time. So that's another way. That's something that's just between us. And if somebody asks about it, I guess it depends on the person asking, but I generally just come up with something that's the key to his heart or something like that. But if somebody gets pushy about it, 
I've only had this happen to me once and I know I've talked about it somewhere else, but I can't remember. A friend of mine from my hometown said, what's that key for? You're always wearing it. And I said, it's the key to my husband's heart. She's like, bullshit. Tell me what it's really for. And they looked her dead in the eyes and I'm like, I really don't think you want this answer. She dropped it immediately. So, I mean, I, I try to give warning. I mean, it was real hard for me not to just say it's the key to my husband's cock cage, but I didn't. I practiced some discretion. There's also, when you're in a public setting, you can change the way you ask for things. So if I need something from my subby, I generally rephrase how I say it in a more pleasant, less demanding, maybe make it more of a question. Very similar to instead of him asking if he can have something, he'll say like, you know, I was thinking I might like a Mountain Dew. And I'll just say, you know, my response can be, you could probably have a Mountain Dew or, yeah, I mean, that sounds good. Why don't you get me a Diet Coke while you're at it? Or, you know, it's all about how you phrase things. And and I mean, listen, if you just plain out don't care either, live your life. But just be respectful of other people when you're in public. Get a little touchy about that stuff. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go in public with my husband naked wearing just a cock cage ever. Well, unless we're at camp. but it's allowed there. I think that kind of covers everything, but I just kind of wanted to throw some ideas out there. I mean, make it your own. And if anybody has suggestions, my email is always open. I love to hear what other people are doing to live this dynamic and if they need to be discreet, how they're going about it. And it's interesting because then I can put this out here for other people who maybe don't feel comfortable emailing me or um, don't want to reveal that they're in a female-led relationship, but listen to the podcast just to get ideas, whatever the case may be. Be good human beings and take care. Chat soon. Bye. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. I sincerely hope that something that was said in this episode was useful to you. As always, all of my contact info is in the show notes of this episode. And if you'd like to support my podcast, please find me on Patreon. Your support is truly appreciated. Have a great weekend, be a good human being, and take care of each other. Mwah!